Hi, welcome back. I'm Ethan. Uh, I have people with me. Introduce yourself. Okay. I'm Hannah. And I'm Maggie. Uh, say something about yourselves. How'd you get here? Why are you on my podcast? I asked Ethan, can I be on your podcast? And here I am. And what did Ethan say? He said, let's do it right now. Bet. Um, I was standing very close in proximity to Hannah when she asked this question to Ethan. And I said, I want to be there too. And I just followed Ethan around until I sat down at this very chair. Okay. Hannah, what are we talking about? Dogs that go to heaven. Do you think dogs go to heaven, Hannah? Yes. Uh, I mean, a previous person on this podcast would heartily disagree with you. But what's your logic? What's your logic? What's their logic? Or do you want me to get my first? Okay. I mean, I'll go with their logic. Their logic is uh, humans have rational souls and animals do not. They don't have free will. They can't freely choose God. If heaven is freely choosing God, like they can't even make that choice. So they're not going to go to heaven. They have no, uh, they have no life after they die. They don't have an eternal soul. Humans do because they don't have, they don't have rationality. What's your logic? Well, that makes no sense because in the beginning, God created life and he created animals. So it only makes sense that God would take his creation with him to heaven. Why would he create them and just leave them here on earth? Well, I mean, heaven isn't, isn't really like a, like a place thing. It's like heaven is just like being with God. So like... Then God would want to be with his creation. That includes us and all his animals. So the question I have for you is, is God not with his creation now? God is with his creation now. So, so, so you're saying right now I'm in heaven because I'm with God. No, this is very different. This is, this is different. That, that is precisely what I'm saying. No. It's very different. I feel like your logic somewhere got lost. No, 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 no. It's still not lost. I'm still very rooted in my logic because it only makes sense. You have any thoughts on this, Maggie? I think this is very interesting. I want to know who gave the other side of the logic. It was uh, Ariana McCarthy. Period. Do, do you know who she is? No. She's like white. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe her. Does she like animals? Uh, she doesn't like dogs enough to say that they go to heaven. She she might like dogs. I don't know, but she she thinks they definitely don't go to heaven. Okay. Well, they do. Okay. I would probably be more inclined to agree with you than agree with her, but I mean, we'll, we'll see. Why do you? What is your opinion? What do you agree with? I will just encourage you to listen to the podcast episode because I go a lot into detail. It's okay. We will. We'll, you can. You can. You can you can go listen to it then. Okay. Yeah, okay. Maggie, what you what you got there? Um, I just think this is really funny, so I'm feeling filming this just for my purposes of going back and laughing. Laughing is good. Do you laugh often? I try my best to. I think I'm a happy person. Do you think you laugh more than the average person? Yeah, because I laugh at every situation. Like, I laugh at not just funny situations. I laugh at, like, like if I'm uncomfortable or if something's not serious or, like, nobody at all in the world should be laughing at something. I'm probably laughing. So is it, like, a, like a defense mechanism? Or is it just, like, like the way that your brain is wired? Like, why, why do you think you laugh so much? I think I laugh to break the awkwardness. So... It's like uncomfortable for you to sit in awkwardness. Why do you think that is? What, what do you think that says about you? I got so deep. Um, personally, I think that you can turn around a situation. Not saying that I do it on purpose every time. But if a situation's uncomfy, 
then I am more likely to laugh. If a situation's funny, I am probably going to laugh, depending on how funny it is. Um, Maybe it is a defense mechanism, but I think it's a defense mechanism that people make more people feel comfortable. I have a story for this. What's the story, Hannah? So I, like Maggie, laugh every time. If someone's not laughing, I am definitely laughing. And so this morning in office hours, my professor just zoned out at my question. And then he was like, I zoned out to your question. And I was like, oh. And then I started laughing. And then he started laughing. And it just broke the, it broke the tension, you know? That's what I think is important. Okay. What do you mean, what about me? Are you a laughable person? Am I a laughable? You know that doesn't mean what you want it to mean, right? Laughable person means like, like that was like an insult you threw at me. <laughs> like, am I a laughable person? Do you laugh as a person? I laugh when it's appropriate to do so. Yeah. My question is, do you laugh more than the average human being? I would say probably not. Actually, no, it's one of those things. Because, like, the average person, like, because, like, I don't know, it's one of those things where, like, if you run, you think, okay, do I run, like, the chances of you running faster than the average person is really, really high because of how average people work. Average people are really weird. Like, like the average person has less than 10 fingers, if you think about that. No, no, no. Because, like, if someone has nine fingers, it's no longer 10. It's like 9.99999. So the average person has less than 10 fingers. It does, but there are more people with less fingers than people with more fingers. Because for every person with their, with their hands decapitated, you need someone who, like, has two extra hands. And yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 sorry. Uh, I guess whenever I'm, like, speaking, like, 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 cue yourself to speak because I want what you say to be on the microphone. Yeah. So they didn't hear any of what you, like, like when you just said, did they hear any of that? The answer is they didn't. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So it's just me like agreeing and disagreeing with myself. That's crazy. Maybe you should have a better mic. So, so you can have those like mics that have multiple directions, but for now I just have this mic. Uh, and like this whole interlude of like me talking about the mic, it stays in because uncut podcast. This is uncut? Yep. No cuts at all. This is uncut? Correct. What we're going to do spend hours cutting it. Like that's a lot of effort. But she said you bleep out people that say inappropriate words, so. I do. Don't make me have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like me saying that was funny? I don't know. We all just started laughing. Well, you started laughing. I like exhaled slightly. Like. <laughs> that was not- yeah, I, I, I give a smile, but I didn't like laugh of laugh, you know. Haha. <laughs> LOL. You know, it's also funny. Like, even if you don't have something to say, I'll put the mic in front of you and you basically like, have to say something. Exactly. <laughs> You're so right. Do you think that people who laugh more are happier than people who don't? No. No. Why not? Um, no, because I personally know and I've seen a lot of people to use laughing as just a defense mechanism. Partly me included. I mean, I'm a happy person. Was I always like this? No, but have I always been like the laughable person I am? Yeah. So, no, I I don't think laughing necessarily is the same thing as happiness. I agree. I like the, I like the, 
It's okay. Exactly. So they just heard me say it's okay. So they, they, they assume that you said something. So they can't even like hear like just like a faint like it's okay. Or like I'm sick. So sometimes they do. And sometimes they don't at all. Like this distance that I am from Maggie probably is not conducive to uh, her being able to be heard. Can we please have an ASMR episode? Absolutely not. What do you have against what do you have against ASMRs? Uh, nothing inherently. Just not on my podcast. You know, like I I, I don't want me to be known as that guy because some people do have very strong opinions on ASMR. That is to say, not liking it, and I and I respect that. I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna go grab a tissue. Okay. Do what's your stance on ASMR? Oh, I mean, I, I can't. It's it's I I I don't really listen to it ever. Oh, so you're a people pleaser. I don't see how that was sequitur. You said that because people have strong opinions on ASMR that you won't do AS- ASMR. Oh my goodness, we have a guess. No, no, no. It's people have strong opinions for or against it. But like, it's one of those things to where like, if, if I didn't have ASMR, I think people would be fine. Also, I've never done it before. So it's one of those things that like, the brand of the podcast isn't to do ASMR. So I think I would rather prefer a state of affairs in which I never like started. And I just don't have that as a part of the thing. Because like, oh, well, I could also do like really, really long five-hour podcasts, but I've never done that. And I kind of want to to keep to my current standards. So I have like a, like a, no, like a knowable brand kind of thing. That is very noble. I respect that. <laughs> Someone else entered the room, but th- they will have their own episode at one point. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I want to see that too because Hannah said I want to see that. Yeah, I want to see that. That'd be really interesting. So, one of the questions that I've had is like, Maggie, you have like stuff that's like diamonds. What is a what is a diamonds? Okay, so yes, I wear a lot of t-shirts and sweaters. I even have shorts. I have a sweatshirt. I have a hat, multiple that say Texas baseball diamonds, and I wear them often because I pay a lot of money for that merchandise. Yeah. Anyways, um, the Texas baseball diamonds is the official on-campus UT student organization that has to do with the Texas. Baseball, wait, I explained that really badly. Give me a second. Texas Baseball Diamonds is the official spirit organization for the Texas baseball team, and we are directly affiliated with Texas Athletics. So you're like a like a hype squad, or, or are y'all just like like really big Giga fans, and that's what the and that's what the group is? Like like what do you mean? So there's a lot of misconceptions on diamonds. A lot of people think we're like mega Texas baseball fans, which in reality, there's about 100 girls in diamonds. About five of them know what's going on in baseball. So calling us a baseball hype squad is correct in a way. And we do go to the games. We do support the boys. We do like make cards for the boys and stuff like that. We do follow the players and things like that. But at the end of the day, Texas Baseball Diamonds is more social and sisterhood than it is baseball. And for example, we have like big littles. So like I have a big, I'm taking a little this semester, which is just like a girl who's designated to be like, I help her, she helps me. And then we have social events. So like yesterday, everybody went to take an exercise class together. Um, We have formal, we have semi, we have barge, we have everything a sorority would do just a big difference between us and a sorority think of us more as a sorority than a baseball spirit org we just don't have a house does it cost money to be a part of diamonds it indeed does cost money the natural follow-up question would be how much money um 
I could answer this in two ways. I could tell you the exact amount, which I know it's not a secret because we tell people all the time. With that being said, I am scholarship diamond, so I don't pay my dues, but it would be about 300 a semester. A semester? That is an amount of money. How much do sororities normally cost? Like, like how is it to sororities? Oh. 3000 or above a semester. And is most of that like for housing or is some of it even for just like being a part of the, the sorority? Um, I'm not too sure. That's just being in like the sorority. I'm sure it's way, way more to live in the house. That seems like you're like paying to have friends. You know, yeah. What I say to that is I would pay to have my friends every single semester if it meant I could be in diamonds. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I think especially for girls, I think it's distinct than it is for guys in terms of like, uh, I don't know, you go to a new place, a new location, like having good friends uh, that like, and plus if you're in the house with someone, like having some of that level of like constancy, especially, that, I'm just talking about sororities right now, not necessarily about diamonds, but yeah, yeah go, go, here, go ahead. Another fun fact, I joined the first fr semester of my freshman year, so I don't know how college works not being a diamond. That's a... Uh, that's cool. I know how college works not being a diamond. <laughs> Did you know that my first semester, sorry, all the semesters of college, I've lived in the same house, not on campus. So I will never know what it's like to live on or anywhere near campus, which is crazy. You've never lived on campus? I've never lived on campus. You've never been to Jendi's? I have been to Jendi's. I, in fact, went to Jendi's once before I was even a student at the University of Texas at Austin. What was the occasion? Oh, I was just here visiting, like, my brother, who was a student at the University of Texas at Austin, and he lived at Jester West for, <laughs> like, uh, for, he lived at Jester West his freshman year. Yeah. Why didn't you? Because at that point, so my brother, he's two years older than me. Uh, he went to UT just like I did, and or I went to UT just like he did, and he's two years older than me. So, like, the first year, he... Uh, was a gesture west second year he lived on like villas on guad and my mom was like okay you and him are both going to be there and we have two cousins who are also going to be there let's just get a house so y'all can stay at the house and also if you graduate and stay in the area you can just stay at that house so right now my brother still lives there except he works and then i live there i go to school so i lived at that same house all four years and I'm like oh this makes economic sense and i kind of like was like oh i kind of want to know what it's like to wake up and then walk three minutes to my class uh that seems like it would be great but alas didn't work out that way that's really cool that you have a house, though. It is like all four. Like, like uh, actually, I'll, I'll, Maggie, I'll let you something, and then I'll, I'll continue. Okay, well, that's kind of crazy. I live at Kinsolving, lived there for two years. Um, I am a Moody student, meaning the college communication is a literal thirty-second walk. I wake up at nine fifty for my ten a.m. class. I just want you to know that. That is, uh, yeah, a, 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 a little envious of, uh, of having being able to have that situation. Yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I have always had a kitchen throughout college. So that's how I, like, learned how to cook and stuff. That's why you're a cook? That's why I'm a cook. Wow. I don't have a kitchen. I don't think I've cooked in two years. I didn't, I didn't cook for a whole year. That's why I'm really unconfident in my skills as a cook. It's okay. You'll, you'll do a good job, Hannah. I believe in you. I don't. <laughs> I said hashtag cook staff. Another thing is... Uh, Maggie, you had the stronger treat. I wasn't the stronger treat. You heard the answer to the, the question of like, how has your diet changed in, in high school? Uh, from high school to college. And I answered that question. Uh-huh. 
Do you, you remember like that I, I answered that question? I remember me joking and saying that like you just don't eat. I don't think that was the answer to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think I remember you saying something like. But yeah, no. Basically, the the story. The it's like in high school, my my mom would cook for me. Uh, when I get home, she'd pack me lunch. So I I didn't know how to cook. But then I came to college, and then uh, I just had to cook. And now I know how to cook just a little bit, you know. So you learned how to cook in college. Correct. As in, like the beginning of my sophomore year, I did not know how to cook anywhere near what I. Oh, actually, no, not beginning of sophomore year. Uh, I learned a good amount in freshman year. So at the beginning of my freshman year, I was like a did not know how to cook at all. I might be able to make scrambled eggs, maybe not. And then, and then, and then now I like know how to cook. So like, and imagine that that's like what three years crazy. I'm so amazed by this because I can't imagine living in the world where Ethan's not cooking for us constantly. That is so true. Like you're literally a cookhead for everything. Yeah. But because of that, like, like I can imagine me not cooking and my identity has nothing to do with my ability to cook. That's crazy. Cause when I think of you, I think of cooking. <laughs> Well, when I think of you, I think of being at the front desk, but it's not like you've always been at the front desk, Hannah. No, have you? That was low. That was was that's true, though. That's true. That's true. That's true. I feel like it was just an apt analogy. What do you associate with me, Ethan? Being 410? <laughs> valid, valid, valid. That was the first thing I learned about you, being 410. And the second thing I learned about you is that you were in my advertising class. <laughs> Guys, for like... Multiple weeks last semester, Ethan would come into the library on a Wednesday when I was doing nutrition with Nanafia. He would come in and ask me what my name was. And I would say my name to him every single week. And then he would ask me, are you an Advertising 319? And I'm like, I told you last week, I'm an Advertising 319. Same as you. Yeah, but before that, I was like, Gabby, are you the shortest person? She's like, no, I think someone's an inch shorter than me. I'm like, oh, okay, nice. Do you have short-term memory? Uh... I mean, I think everyone has a short-term memory. Otherwise, how would you remember things at all? Well, that is true also. But you didn't remember her name all these weeks and what class she was in? That's interesting. So when you say, do I have short-term memory, that would seem to imply that I don't have a long-term memory. But you know that I do have a long-term memory. Some people, yes, everyone has a long-term. Actually, I don't know if everyone has a long-term memory. But some people do have very, very short-term memories. Like Dory from Finding Nemo. Yeah, I know Dory. Yeah, like her. So, like, are you like Dory from Finding Nemo? No, I'm not, because I remember your birthday. That's true. So, you're very, you pick what facts you want to memorize. Kind of, but also there are some things that, like, someone, like, someone will type in a code on their phone. I'll remember that forever. So, like, don't show me your credit card. I could probably memorize those 60 numbers in order and then, like, tell them back to you. The whole, just by looking at them? Just by looking at them. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, no, because, like, especially, like, like, I know the first, uh, something or another digits of pi i can just be like 3.141592653789789323843882795103758209749459403079491 and yeah like you can uh, someone will probably fact check me in the podcast just like did i say all those right but yeah uh i i i, I remember i memorized that in like fourth grade and i just like have kept it all these years you know fourth grade dang that was like a long time ago what grade am i in now 16th grade 12 years ago crazy that's crazy Do you think the podcast hears that? Probably not. There's like a squeaky sound of like, is there a door closing or some like vent thing? I'm sleepy. Why are you sleepy? Like food coma or like? Oh, not at all. I haven't ate all day. Um, In the sense that I got two hours of sleep from Friday to Saturday and then pulled an all-nighter Saturday. 
and then slept for maybe like five hours during the day Sunday because, you know, the all-nighter. Why did you do that to yourself? <laughs> Friday, I had a Diamonds event at the Wrangler house. So I got home significantly later than I ever should have. Um, I shall be right back. Okay, that's fine. Here, Hannah, you have anything to say? Yeah, I'll talk about my weekend. All right, can I promote stuff on here? What do you want to promote? Silent Retreat. Yeah, feel free to promote Silent Retreat. Yeah, you do that. I love Silent Retreat. Okay, so this weekend I went on Silent Retreat. It was amazing. Um, It was very silent, and I love silent, so it was really good. <laughs> I got to see Lita May in all her glory. She was amazing. And Chef Paul there at the Silent Retreat literally cooks the best barbecue stuff ever. Was that the best food you've had at that location? That is the best food I've had at that location. Uh, I don't mean Eagle's Nest. I mean all of Eagle's Wings Retreat Center. I know you do. Okay. You are in the minority of the people I've asked. Wow, that's crazy. Well, have, have the majority of the people had Chef Paul's food? No, no, no. People who went on Silent Retreat. Oh. Yeah, with you. Wow. And they said that that's not the best cooking they've had? Oh, okay. I had to rephrase that. The The cooking on Saturday night was the best cooking I've had. His barbecue. But like Saturday lunch, it was good, but it was like not the best cooking I've had. No, like, but compare all of the meals to all the meals you've had. So like the, the set of meals at potentially another retreat at that same location. Okay. If I average out all the meals, one good meal does not equal out all the meals. So I would say, no, it's not the best cooking I've had. Also, some people have been to another potential retreat that occurs at that location multiple times instead of yourself, who's only gone once. Wow. Yeah, I've only gone once. Well, you're going to go twice, right? I am going to go twice. I'm super excited. To... Yeah, and if the food is garbage, well, that's on you, right? <laughs> no, it's not. That's on you. <laughs> uh, it's partially on you because last time food wasn't as good as it could have been, but it was not me because I wasn't there and someone else goofed it up, but that's okay. Why wouldn't you be there? Because I'm on... Uh, there are like there are hours where people are cooking that I am not present because of morning shift, night shift for cook staff for awakening. Well, I am on your shift, so. Yeah. Okay. So I I, I guess you would be under my jurisdiction. Yeah. So anything good that you do, you didn't do. I did it. Oh, but anything bad I did, I did. No, that would be my responsibility too. I I think that seems fair. That is fair. Thank you. Okay, I'll take that. Do you have a favorite cookie? I have a favorite cookie. What is your favorite cookie? snickerdoodle like the snickerdoodles on a specific retreat like the snickerdoodles on a specific retreat they're they're some of the best cookies <laughs> i love that oh th there's another question i normally ask the people oh what's your favorite color oh um it's called something but it's it's a uh, baby blue what is it called i don't know i'm gonna blank out i can't think of it is it like periwinkle yes i love periwinkle how did i know how did i know <laughs> So, I don't know, that's really common, but I really like periwinkle. I'm just a color aficionado out here. It seems so. Are you, do you have like the color hex like memorized in your like brain? So hum, some hex colors I do have memorized in my brain. Do you have periwinkle memorized? Uh, I do not. Uh, there are some other colors that I have. Uh, maybe not the hex codes, but I, I, know, I know the RGB values for them. RGB values? What's that? So hex codes, uh, the first... Two are the are the red the values how much so red goes from a RGB values go from a scale of zero to two hundred fifty five, uh, which can be represented by bits uh, that go from one to fifty six, which is uh, which is divisible by two. And it's also divisible by sixteen twice. And the reason why it's hexadecimal is that each of like you know how you have like the ones place holds ten, and when you have two of them that holds one hundred. 
you know, you have zero to 99, which is a hundred distinct values. For hexadecimal, the first thing it goes zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, A, B, C, D, E, F. So it holds 16 values. So two, two of those would hold 16 times 16 values, 256. And that's why they're called hex values because it's in hexadecimal, hexa, hexadec, meaning 16. So whenever you have hex codes that like hashtag and then followed by those numbers, those first two numbers are the zero to 256 values of red and then of green and of blue. So if you, if you say like uh, hashtag 3C0064, that would be, that would mean the red value is 60, the green value is zero and the blue value is 100. Uh, and that's like a really like deep purple. So that would be, uh, that's how hexadecimal the color notation translates to RGB, which is like the same thing, it's written in a different form because of like base 16. That's crazy. I did not know that. I just thought there were random numbers. Nah, there's like specific numbers. And you can, all, you can also like try to like, because you know, when, when you move the dial on like the Google, like Google, either Google Docs or like Microsoft Word, you know how you can do that? Yes, yes. So if you do that, you can watch how the values change. And if, and if you make something more blue, the blue number will go up. And if you make it more red, the red number will go up. And, and but here's the thing, if you make it more like, Yellow, yellow is green plus red. So you see both of them go up. Make it less yellow, both of them go down. Interesting. So like there's a limited number of colors? So in RGB values, yes. However, does a color exist between two colors? Yeah, it does. Because color is not a, dis a discrete thing. It's a continuous thing. You can have one in between. You can have one in between. But it can't be represented in RGB values. But there are like further color spectrums that can represent like, oh, this number is between this. And you can imagine like red instead of being like, oh, you have 50 red and 51 blue you say 50.5 red like but that that color exists you know that's crazy but for the most part whenever you look at like any image on a screen it's being represented by all those rgb values so which is why like they say whenever you look at something in real life and look at it on the screen like sometimes you lose color because it some of the colors that are like 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 the, because of the shading of this lighting all these blues aren't the same and Whenever the picture translates that, some of it is different. Like this part is going to be much darker with the shadow in this part. But even the shadow isn't like, it's like a gradient. But some of the gradient gets lost. And it'll say, oh, these two pixels are the same color. When in reality, in real life, they're not. Which is why when you take pictures of things, sometimes you like, you lose information by taking pictures of them. That is so crazy. Do you know how color, the color visual system works in your eyes? Do I know how the color visual system works in my eye? Well, like, like, like the cones and stuff? And, and like the, the red and the green and the blue? Yeah, 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 yeah. I learned that last semester. That's that's so cool. Yeah, is it, it, is that what you study? That is what I study. Like how the brain works, perhaps. Exactly how the brain works. Like the science of the brain, of like the neurology, perhaps neuroscience. I've never thought of it that way, but perhaps it is neuroscience. Like, you don't know what you study? Yeah. Yeah, as and yeah, or yeah, as and no. Yeah, as and yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, just just imagine that. Like when you see a picture, like you're not actually seeing what it is. Oh, another thing: all pictures are biased because, like, like, like you know, like any view you have of the world, how, like, like, like I'm seeing this room from this angle, but I, I could also be seeing it from the other angle or another angle. But, but, like, I'm seeing you from this angle, but you also exist at this angle or at this angle. But imagine God sees you in the most true way. Think about that. God sees you for you, not obscured or marred by what you're wearing not obscured or marred by the things you've done like like god sees you for you and loves you as you i have to really applaud that transition into theological knowledge because that was really good but that's crazy to think about yeah think about that
thinking about it. So. Wait. <laughs> so what angle does God see us? Like, does he see us from like from the top? Do you think like from this way? Do, or does he just see us? So he exists like outside of time and outside of like existing in a specific spot. But he like has the full knowledge of all possible angles that you could be seen at for your entire life at every single moment. Like, like that, like, and not, not only does he know that he is there for that from all the, like, 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 like that's how omnipresence works. But yeah, that's uh, so yeah, it's one of those things to where like, like, especially in like, like whenever I interact with someone, all I see is like, let's say they're having a bad day. All I see is like the bad stuff from them. So it's one of those things. And also like the way, I, the way, like, you know, that like, it's one of those things to where like, if someone treats your friend badly, you'll be like. Oh, well, d- d- don't do that. You're being mean. Don't do that. But you treat yourself worse than than other people. Yeah. So it's one of the things where, like, like one of the things to ask God is to ask Him to see yourself as He sees you, because the way He sees you is with such like tender love and and mercy. And you should you should see God how you should want to see yourself how God sees you because His view is the most true. Yeah. It's really good. I'm in awe. Every every time I have a conversation with you, I just learn something completely new. Yeah, like about like hex codes and stuff. Okay, that and the canola oil. Yeah, the canola oil. <laughs> you want me you want to explain canola oil to the listeners? No, it's okay. You should keep it a secret. Okay, yeah. Canola oil is not from the canola plant. Just do 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 do, do some research. Yeah. Yeah, that was really really informative. Like, I wouldn't know what to cook my food with. No, I, I, I was with Hannah and I completely schmixed her. I was like, sunflower oil. You know what that's from? Oh, it's from a sunflower, Ethan. Oh, vegetable oil. What is that from? Oh, veg- sunbean? soybean oil? What's that from? Soybeans. Uh, oh, avocado. Hannah, do you know what avocado oil is from? Oh, Ethan, it's from avocados. Like, oh, <laughs> olive oil. What is olive oil from? Oh, Ethan, olive oil is from like olives. Uh, that was me doing your voice again. Uh, and then it's like, oh, the... Okay, don't worry about it. Uh, and then, I, and, then and, and then, and then, and then, and then I was like, Hannah, where did the, the canola oil come from? She was like, the canola plant. I'm like, wrong. Canola oil is not from the canola plant. There is no canola plant. Do your research. <laughs> Why'd you get me like that, though? <laughs> what do you mean? Like I knew there was no canola plant, but like that was. Yes, I I got you. That was intentional. So then I could go on like a long spiel about what canola oil actually is because canola oil is cool and interesting. But then because of canola oil, there's this like really cool oil that's from China that doesn't exist in America that I wish existed more. And I have to go to like really obscure Chinese supermarkets to be able to obtain it. But I do obtain it. It's kind of expensive, but it's really, really good. So I like it. I need to try some of that oil one time. But I was going to say just like the how you compared the prices of Hill Country brand, Hill Country, (laughs) Hill Country Fair (laughs) to just regular like Coke. That was interesting as well. Yeah, it's so much cheaper, isn't it? It is, but is it the same quality? I never, I don't know. I probably asked that. So I think the taste is better on Hill Country Fair products because it has more sugar. Oh, so it's not as healthier. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not about health. Because if, if you were trying to be healthy, you wouldn't be drinking soda out here now, would you? Oh, that's so right. But like, at least I can be just a little bit more healthy than usual. Or Maggie's going to come back. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think, uh, I, th- I think we're going to end the episode. You have any parting words to the folks at home? Who watches this? Um, uh, Ben watches it. Uh, Le- Le- Leona watches it. Uh, my cousin and her mom watch it. Like, uh, or I guess listen to it. Like, wh- what do you want to say? Hi, guys. Say something to Ben. <laughs> ben, please help me. I'm drowning over here. I'm having nightmares. Okay, you had to say that. Like, about what? Oh, he knows. Okay, about what? To specify to the people at home. Otherwise, they think you're just freaking out. Oh, social events. Social events, like finding a venue and such. Everything. 
Okay. Well, just just uh, you, you can ask Ben to pray for you. <laughs> Please pray for me, Ben. <laughs> okay. Well, that is all. Bye bye. <laughs>